Hi everyone, this is Ellen Alazic. I'm the founder and editor of Animus Magazine, and this is the first episode of The French Dispatch, which is the first ever podcast by Animus. Um, I'm very excited to be doing this. I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a while. The reason I finally decided to do it, one of the reasons, is that it's actually going to be a um, very defined thing. It's, got, it's going to have a very defined format. We already know how many episodes there are going to be. Uh, and we know what it's going to be about. It's not just going to be a, a long conversation about various films, the way many great podcasts are. Um, it's going to be something much more precise and detailed. And the other main reason, uh, the reason that I have this focus now, is none other than my sister, Manuela. Hello, Manuela. Hi. The reason we're doing this, I mean, she's going to be doing it with me. She's going to be actually doing most of the work. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> is that she's going to Paris. That's right. The capital of France. La ville lumière. I think so, called. yeah. Yes. So, uh, hi, everyone. I am Manuela. I am Elena's sister, as many of you know. I am myself a film critic, but I am also an actress, And I am going to Paris uh, in late November of 2023, this year, to do a workshop, an acting workshop. Um, and we thought that this would be a great opportunity for me to not only, you know, talk about what that's like a little bit, but mostly to talk about what my experience of Paris as a cinephile is. As you probably guessed from our accents, we are French, <laughs> but we are not from Paris. You know, Paris is not France. Like, France is not Paris. And we come actually from a place called Clermont-Ferrand, which is uh, a lovely place. And that means that we never really experienced, or we very rarely experienced Paris as, uh, as cinephiles, because we grew up in Clermont-Ferrand, watching films there, and then moved to London, aged 19, to then really become huge cinephiles as we are now. Exactly. And basically, I had actually wanted for several months, I thought of this idea maybe even a year ago at this point, of doing like a sort of big uh, dossier. I don't know what different... Investigation. <laughs> yeah, investigation. English. <laughs> dossier. Yeah, you dossier. can just, just teach French to people. Yeah, maybe that's also what this podcast is going to be about, which is going to teach people a bit of French. Yeah. I had thought of doing like a big sort of investigation into whether the it's true, the myth of French people being cinephiles. As in everyone you go in the street has seen... A bunch of films. Everyone, everyone you meet anywhere can tell you about films, um, and people like actually go to the cinema. And regularly. people going to the cinema, and people actually, you know, having conversations about film. Uh, this is like a very much an idea that we both sort of, you know, we didn't necessarily experience it when we were young because we weren't cinephiles ourselves. And I mean, we're French, but we never really felt 100% French, I guess, because our parents uh, were are from the former Yugoslavia and. Even though we were born and raised in France, there was always this sort of, um, I mean, we felt very, it, it was great. I didn't have any problem, but yeah. it, it still feels like our relationship with French culture isn't as straightforward as it might be for some French people. And it's just not as long. French people. Like, it's not like a long, it's not as long of a relationship yeah. because simply like previous generations in our family just were not in France. Exactly. So that background knowledge that some, you know, like... French people who have been there longer have, we just don't have it. Exactly. And it was interesting because then it was basically only once we came to London, to the UK, that we realized how great <laughs> French film culture was. Um, yeah. And we realized we'd made a huge mistake. <laughs> no, not at all. But um, 
basically yeah and and you know whenever we tell people we're french people are like wow french cinema you know um all these uh classic directors all these amazing you know the french new wave and even directors now who are you know beloved and you know the Cannes film festival and all these things about french film culture um we we kind of have a sort of outsider's view almost we kind of have a i guess in between yeah we're in between we have one one foot in, in both areas in both perspectives so this is a great opportunity to just sort of do our little our own little investigation and yeah and i'm so glad that you know it's my sister doing it because she <laughs> she has exactly the same background as me yeah <laughs> and we are she, also twins by the way yes we are twins so it could not be closer yeah. um and it's yeah it's like you split yourself in two and you send one bit in front exactly <laughs> i think it's going to be really fun and exciting and strange as well like mm. i think probably it's gonna sort of um bring up a lot of stuff <laughs> Not not like wow. necessarily like I mean I guess yeah on like a personal level and stuff but also just also just as a as cinephiles and as people who have chosen to live in the UK mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's probably going to bring up a lot of frustration <laughs> yeah. because we know I mean we already factually know that there are many many things about uh, French cinema as a sort of industry mm-hmm. that are way better than yeah. in the UK. And, you know, the support that filmmakers receive and the support that, you know, cinema goers receive, uh, the prices of admission in cinemas mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff. We already know that there are many ways this is already better. So it's going to be interesting to sort of compare yeah. and contrast. Like but I'm, I'm directly yeah. experience it. And I'm, but I'm also really curious about things we might discover that we didn't, you know, yeah, who we knows? didn't know, we can't even anticipate. And also, like, obviously we are... I mean, I'll, I'm going to France and to Paris at a specific time, uh, you know. So I I also know through, you know, reading articles that a lot of French people are complaining about the way it's evolving over there, like the French industry and the prices of tickets and the way the industry works and supports its filmmakers. Like they're complaining about how it's getting, uh, it's not as good as it used to be. So obviously I'm, I'm going to be, hopefully able to see a little bit of that as it's evolving now mm-hmm. so it's you know it's not like the time of uh Truffaut and <laughs> Godard or whatever no when they were uh just living in the Cinémathèque Française or whatever yeah. so it's like it's going to be interesting to see um this uh, this specific time I think yeah it's it's actually a very interesting time for for the French film industry in terms of um we, we actually it's going to be so interesting to actually get to talk about this stuff because it's like i'm really really interested in it mm. because i'm french and because i really care and i really admire obviously the system that they have for financing films and all that um and this is such a uh important moment for all this because there was this uh obviously this big law and le- legislation that they passed in france and in europe in general but also specifically in france about you know the place of streamers mm-hmm. in the system of film financing um, and just it would be interesting to hear from you, who will hopefully have contact with French people. <laughs> you won't just be on your them. own. <laughs> yes, exactly. Maybe they can I'll tell you friends. what their relationship is with streaming, as yeah. in as users. <laughs> users sounds terrible. As I mean, as yeah. content consumers. <laughs> <laughs> no, or like or like you as laugh, people who yeah, well, exactly. But like because there's actually I mean, we don't even know we we barely don't we barely know about the whole like sort of streaming size of the French industry and I think it's actually really interesting every time I get a glimpse into it like you have all these famous actors that are in over here and outside of France are kind of known for like the more like outhouse films they do and then you go in France and they're like doing like reality shows for Amazon Prime 
yeah. or or like streaming series that that no one outside France would even know about, or even in France. Oh, yes, <laughs> it seems. Yeah, but yeah. like you know, like, for, like Adele Exarchopoulos, um, she's obviously an amazing actress, but like she's also like our brother knows her more as like a contestant on this fake reality show that was like huge. La Flamme. Why fake? Oh yeah, La Flamme. Yeah, 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 it's like a parody of like dating shows, whatever. Yes. But like, it's, it's so interesting, you know, this whole thing. And then there was this show that they did where it's like all these French. I guess celebrities in a house yeah, and like the, the actors and and, uh, and literally the, the concept is don't laugh and the last person to laugh wins the money yeah and the money for charity yep. that's the concept and like no one knows <laughs> outside of outside of France I don't think people know that Adele Exarchopoulos is doing stuff like that you know mm-hmm. so that's going to be interesting and I think that has very much to do with streaming and with oh, yeah. platforms and with yeah, that's the changing Prime show exactly and I think it, it's going to be really interesting to see what the French perspective on that mm-hmm. is and and just how how actually pervasive it is how much actual like coverage it gets I guess in the newspapers whatever in the culture but also just like do people talk about it do people mm-hmm. care about it and also just the last uh, little element of um like recent controversy in in France was the speech that Justine Trier um, gave in Cannes when she won the Palme d'Or for Anatomy of a Fall, in which she was very, you know, fair, I think. And she was saying that she's worried for the direction in which film, independent film production is going in France and the, the support of the state. And because, I mean, maybe this is, you know, again, we'll see how our ideas of French cinephilia develops when I'm there and stuff. But the fact that then politicians started talking about her and making, like, replying to what she said, like, French politicians, not just the culture minister, but, like, other people, like, were complaining and saying she's ungrateful and stuff. The fact that they cared about what this filmmaker said (laughs) is amazing. I know, that's what what my first reaction was. Because obviously it's horrible to... Because she was basically bullied and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody was saying, oh, what an ungrateful woman. Basically she was saying the financing system in France is going away from financing and taking risks on young filmmakers. And she was saying, none of my films would have been possible without this system, so we need to protect the system. Which is a completely rational position i don't yeah. think i mean the I mean, entire the world proof that that system works brings, you know success and results yeah. and you know her film is killing it everywhere so yeah literally anatomy before won the palme d'or and now it's like been a huge success even here in the mm-hmm. uk and like all over the world and it was i think it might still be playing a little bit in french cinemas with which means that it's been out for like something like two months in yeah. cinemas like it's a long it's time it's been huge everywhere it's, it's released but basically it, it was perceived as ungrateful because she was complaining about a system that made her, even mm. though she was just trying to protect that system. And then it, it actually provoked many sort of, I mean, I wouldn't call them journalists, but yeah, press, mm-hmm. <laughs> to to look into this financing system. And basically they were saying, oh no, our tax money is going towards financing films that no one is watching. Mm. As if that was a bad thing, but also it's not true. Like it's literally not tax money. It's that not. is not how it works. But anyway, so it created this whole debate. And like, obviously if you're a French person, who cares about film or anyone who cares about film, you think that's horrible. Like who are these people who are so stupid that they don't realize what an amazing system that is and mm-hmm. how it pr- it actually protects creativity. And, and, you know, and, and, that's, and this if you is want to be French patriotic cinema. about it, it's like, uh, it protects culture, like French culture, yeah. like French against values, like American want, you know? culture against yeah. like the uh, imperialistic, uh, cinema of 
America. <laughs> exactly. But so on that perspective, it's really depressing. But for us, we were just like, yeah. I can't believe that anyone is even talking about what someone won an award at a film festival is saying. Like, yeah. it's, it's just, like if someone like in the UK, I think if, I don't know, like Ken Loach or anyone who won an award came on stage and said something mildly criticizing the, the way things were going, I don't think any politicians would care. I don't think mm. anyone would pick up on it. It would just be like considered like a little, oh, like little nice thing to say. Yeah. Or like, oh, they're always complaining these artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, like, no and, and that, that tells you so much about, I think that tells you a lot about what the, the, the perception of artists is in France, which is good and bad. Good mm -hmm. in the sense that they're perceived as like people who really matter, but bad in the sense that they're perceived as dangerous and yeah. they should be tamed and they should not yeah. be made powerful and just and, like annoying and they should, yeah they're annoying they shouldn't provoke any trouble they should just be doing their little art and be grateful for yeah. any support they get exactly and i mean and, and it's interesting because it is true that there are many many french films being produced all the time that are horrible and and terrible right. and like commercial yeah, but there's stuff ma there's many british films made that are bad no there's no of course American but i'm just saying I, I think there is room to criticize the system because right. you, like it's not rare to see a director in france make not not even be 50 or 60 and has made like 15 films right. that are not interesting. You know, like, it's amazing. Yeah. And these are films that are made for what? You know, to to, to sell tickets, to, to, to sustain an industry, I guess. Well, yeah. And it's, I can see a room to criticize this because, you know, they're probably taking money from directors who would deserve it. And, you know, maybe there are ways sure. to, to make the system better. But like, Yes, it's it's just fascinating to, but to like see if all the, the price, sides. If the price to pay for like a healthy-ish French film industry is to have a f some films that are bad made that no yeah. one cares, I think that's cool. Like I, I mean, of course, fine. but I, I think that, that the idea is that this whole thing is it now could be it's now being kind of threatened by streaming, right? Because yeah. people like it used to be yes, you make loads of films that are bad, but then they are good films you know people go see the bad films but they're financing the good films so yeah, it's fine it but now you have it. you have this threat i think that people are just not going to see films anymore they're just going to stream mm -hmm. so that's why i think it's sort of created this whole mm -hmm. debate around the actual financing system mm -hmm. and but you know this anyway. is like <laughs> quite in-depth but basically this is like a, a very very interesting debate yeah and and just the place of artists in france is going to be fascinating too to mm -hmm. witness for you firsthand and also for for me to hear about yeah and ask you about other things that we want to talk about more like i guess more pragmatically more like directly are the cost of cinema going yep so there's it's, it's known that tickets are cheaper in france but Definitely. how how cheaper how, how much cheaper is it the same in independent cinemas and in multiplexes, what are multiplexes in France? It's really hard to imagine, but they do exist. Oh, yes. When you said this is a really interesting time to go to Paris, I thought you were going to say because of the bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> because there's this big... Uh, whether, actually, you can also tell us about this. I don't know if it's a real disaster threat. I will go to the front line. <laughs> exactly. And see whether those bed bugs attack me. I don't know if it's if there's a relation between like... You know, that some people are really prone to mosquito bites. Mm. I am. So I don't <laughs> know if that means bed bugs will love me. I don't think so. Um, but yes, I will also see whether that's a thing. But I think that's been inflated a lot. Yeah, so like that's another thing. Like, Is it actually a really bad situation or is it just that it's worse than usual and usually it's really, really good? Because right. I, I, heard, I heard some people say on the internet, I mean, I didn't hear them, I read them, say that actually the bed bug situation, for example, in New York is awful, but people are used to it, so... It's fine. Deliver. Whereas in Paris, they're not used to it, so whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so you will, you'll tell us about that. Yes. Um, so that's going to be uh, one 
topic that One you have key to, topic. Yes, it's going to be the it's main be, topic. Every episode I'm going to report <laughs> on my bites. Yes, how many, how how many, many bites today? But so yeah, like the, the cost of cinema going at different times of the day, at different times of the week, yeah. um, what schemes there even exist, you know, for like to encourage people to go to cinema. Also just the actual experience of going to the cinema, mm-hmm. whether it's in an independent cinema or in, an, in a multiplex, whether it's in Clermont-Ferrand, our town we're from, or in Paris. Yes. Worth noting that Clermont-Ferrand is obviously in the province, like it's not the capital of France, no. <laughs> but uh, it, ha- it has the, the world's most important short film festival. Yep, and I think that's why there actually are many great independent cinemas in Clermont-Ferrand. I don't know if we explained that before I go to Paris, mm. I am going to Clermont-Ferrand. Yeah, so exactly. Just for clarity, I am um, in a few days. I am going first to Clermont to spend about a week there, a bit more than a week, and I plan to go to the cinema. Obviously, I've done this many times, but I will go to the independent cinemas and to the multiplexes. And compare them. Take notes. Take notes. Report from from there. And uh, hopefully I will also try to get our brother involved um, as a younger man. He's 19. And see what he thinks about all this. He's a a younger audience. And I know that he does go to the cinema sometimes. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that will be interesting. And finally, very important thing we're going to talk about is the films. Yes. The films we're going to watch. That's true. So you can tell us about the films you're watching. I think some of them are probably going to be the same films I'm going to be watching, mm-hmm. like Napoleon. Yep. Hopefully you don't get too much of a strong French accent. I definitely will. Um, we'll see what happens. What can you do? Um, but yeah, we can talk about the films we're watching. So you can tell me, tell me what you're watching in Paris, whether that's new films or old, I think, because you're, you're obviously going to take advantage of the incredible rep theater. Absolutely. Uh, circuit mm-hmm. in Paris, which, which is, is just insane. Very strong, yes. Casually showing stuff on 35 or 70 mil or... Or casually showing really old films and obscure stuff like at the Cinémathèque Française or the Forum des Images or all these places. Yeah, and um, there's still a lot of. I mean, we've been to Paris in our lives before, and we had been to some uh, art house cinemas, but not nearly, you know, enough of them. So I will really try to find the the ones that we haven't experienced yet, and uh, and yeah, and see what it's like, and see what the program. I know that. Well, little preview. I know that the Cinémathèque Française, which is kind of like the equivalent of the BFI, right, mm. in Paris, is doing a Aki Karusmaki retrospective and a Barbet Schrader uh, retrospective. I don't know anything about cinema, so I'm going to try and, and go and see. And they're also showing a lot of um, classic Hollywood comedies. Mm. So that's fun because all the titles of those films are like in French. Yeah. <laughs> and so I have no idea what they're talking don't about. Don't recognize them. Um yeah. The bringing a baby is like le terrible monsieur bébé <laughs> or something like that so i'm gonna yeah definitely uh see those films and obviously we'll talk about the films themselves and not just like yeah. me, the experience of me going but like actually you know film chat just you know just your your usual casual film chat yep of the kind we all love yep um with probably some like french asides i mean but actually luckily they're showing the films in oh, yeah. original subtitles. <laughs> subtitles. Yes. <laughs> Imagine. Yes. I mean, another another thing about uh, France that we experienced growing up, like um, any foreign film shown on TV would be dubbed 
in French. Yeah, but obviously, if you go to the Cinémathèque Française, they don't do that. No, <laughs> like the film in original version. But even Napoleon, I mean, they're gonna do screenings. I think in they do both. They do. They do both. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna try. I mean, I'll see. My brother probably will want to go see it in uh, in French. Yes, <laughs> but I'll try. Uh, but maybe for this film, it's apt. True. <laughs> True. I it mean, should have been a French film, really. I, I do want to see Ridley Scott's vision of what you know. That's going to be English that's his own people. take on French people. We're going to exactly. see what he says. Yeah. So that's going to be really exciting. I'm I I am uh, excited for you. I'm a bit jealous that I, I don't get to do it myself, but I'm going to try and live vicariously through you. Yep. Um, and ask you all the questions, and send you on missions. Yes, I mean, I'll, uh, I really try. Obviously, I'll be doing this acting course, so I'll be uh, busy with that. But I will really, really uh, take uh, take the time to explore the city, explore the film culture, and try and meet other cinephiles, see if they also have their own uh, bagmen, as we call them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, the French bagmen. There's going to be a lot of them. Wow. So bagmen is the term, uh, I think many people use that term now, uh, that we use for those uh, typically older gentlemen who go to the cinema kind of all the time and bring bags of stuff. Like <laughs> usually it's food. Sometimes it's just their groceries, but usually it's like food that they will eat during the film. And they just, that's their life. Because they kind of live in the them. cinema. They kind of just get set off, I guess, in the morning with their Sounds stuff like, yeah. and then just spend the whole day in the cinemas. And they love it. And, and they have them. their own seat. And they have their they always have the same seats, usually. So I'm sure French, French uh, cinemas have their own, especially in, in Paris and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I'll talk to them, yeah. but I guess <laughs> I'll, I'll see them. You will smell them. I will go. <laughs> I hope not. No, yes. all, all due respect to, to the bagmen. I mean, they keep, they keep the industry going. They do. Maybe that's the secret. That's the secret of, of French, French culture. <laughs> yeah. Turning many, as many people as possible into bagmen. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful note to end on. Yes, I think uh, so. A shout out to the bagmen. Yeah. Uh, How do you say bagmen in French? Les hommes sacs? No. No, that's horrible. Sounds wrong. Les hommes à sac. L'homme à sac. L'homme yeah, à sac. Maybe. Like the man with bags. Yeah. Maybe. I quite like that. I think we can workshop it throughout yeah. the, the podcast. I will ask them what they prefer to be called. <laughs> well, good luck with that. <laughs> they might react quite violently yeah, potentially um, but yeah so there's going to be an episode a week the next episode will be from uh, Clermont-Ferrand mm -hmm. where I'm going very soon and and after that in Paris yep exactly. very exciting yeah um, and if obviously if anyone listening has any questions that they want to ask Manu or me um, or a French person that Manu can ask the question <laughs> to <laughs> like another prop, like actual Parisian person yeah. <laughs> you know I'll find like the Parisien de souche, yes. as we say. Go to like a bakery and talk to the, the first p person you see sure. buying a piece of bread and ask them the question. Baguette. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. if I see someone eating pâté, I'll be like, yes, <laughs> this is you. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's going to be like, a, I guess, an investigation into the cliches of French cinephiles. Yeah. But yeah, so if you have any questions, uh, you can reach us on Twitter. Yeah. You can also obviously send an email at contact at anemusmagazine.com. Or Elena at animusmagazine.com mm -hmm. or um, on Patreon. You right. can just comment on Patreon. It's possible. Mm -hmm. Animus is also on Blue Sky. You can find us there. Or on Instagram at animus underscore mag. Please uh, share, please um, follow, 
Uh, we're all very excited for Manu's adventures in Paris. Yep. Manuela in Paris. Manuela, Manu in Paris. Yeah. We decided to call this the French Dispatch. Yeah. Because we feel it's we can reclaim it from from Wes. Uh, but uh, Manuela in Paris, I think, would be a bit too much. Yeah. It's also just too simple. It's like you can barely it's, tell. It's descriptive. That is based on something. And also yeah. it's a TV show. So Yeah, exactly. And it's streaming. Like that. But yeah, maybe um, we can um, be a corrective to Emily in Paris, which apparently is full of uh, weird myths about French people and all that. And we'll tell it that, like it is. Yeah. The truth. La vérité. Thanks, Manu. No worries. Thanks for having me. Speak soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this first episode of The French Dispatch. This episode is free because it is an introduction to what we're going to do, but every episode after that, each week, is going to be available on Patreon only. You will be able to buy each episode individually, but obviously, if you want to listen to all of them, it will be cheaper for you to simply become a patron. You can also support Animus by making a donation on the website animusmagazine.com. It can be a one-time donation of whatever amount you choose or a recurring donation. Finally, if you cannot afford to support Animus with money or you simply don't want to, it would still mean a lot to me if you could share this episode on your socials via email or whatever way you like. Thank you so much for listening.